Welcome back to Medrash Maisa, sharing a story for this week's Parsha, Parsha Shoftim. Rabdovid Milelov, the first Rebbe of the Lelover dynasty, adopted a young boy who later became known as Rabbi Yitzchak of Vorka, the Vorka Rebbe. At that time, though, the little boy was known as Itzikl. When the Rabdovid was going to be traveling to his Rebbe, the Chose of Lublin for Rosh Hashanah, he told Itzikl that he cannot come along. He said that it will be very crowded there, and the davening is very long. I don't want to lose you, and I don't know that I'll be able to keep an eye on you all the time. When you're older, you'll be able to come along with me. However, when Rav David got onto the wagon with other Hasidim to travel off to Lublin, Itzikol ran after the wagon and grabbed onto the back of the wagon. After a little bit, the Hasidim noticed that they had a companion, and they brought him inside. The Rebbe said to Mitzikal, I see that you're coming. But as I said, it's very crowded there. I don't want to lose you. I want you to hold on to my gartel at all times. That way I'll always know that you're close to me. And the boy agreed. Rosh Hashanah morning, it was time for Tchia Shofar. The Choza had gone into his room and he didn't come out. Time was passing and passing and the Hasidim were worried. Why didn't the Rebbe come out? What was happening? They were also afraid to knock on the door or go into the room. Eventually it was decided that Rav David would be the one to go into the Chose and see what was wrong. When Rav David approached the door, Itzikol followed his instructions and was holding on to Rav David's gartel. He opened the door. The Chose was lost in his thoughts. But when they walked in, the Chose suddenly snapped out of it and ignored Rib David, but paid attention specifically to the little boy. What's your name, he asked. Itzikol. He says, tell me, Itzikol, are you learning something? He said, yes. What sugi are you learning? He said, I'm learning the sugi of Karov Pasol Eidos, that a relative is not a kosher witness in a case. He said, why is a Karov Pasol Eidos? Why is a relative disqualified? It's Gil answered because we're afraid that he will present false testimony in order to help his relative. The Chaz asked, do you have a kasha on what you're learning? Do you have a question? He said, yes, I do. Please tell me the question. He said, I can understand that we won't accept the testimony of a relative who's testifying on behalf of his relative in order to benefit his relative. We would be suspicious of that testimony. But if the relative is testifying against his relative, to the detriment of his relative, shouldn't we then certainly accept his testimony? The Rebbe asked him, Do you have a teretz? Do you have an answer to your kasha? He said, I do. In the Pasuk, in our parsha, Parsha Shoftim, it describes the Edim as, ha'anoshim, That the two people, meaning the two witnesses, Rashi says, will stand up. He said the Torah describes them as anoshim, as menchen, as they say in Yiddish. He says a person who will testify against his karav said, is kenmenchnisht. He's not a person. The Rebbe smiled and lit up. He said, there's no one more karav to us than Hashem. He's our closest relative. He won't testify against us. And with that, and a smile on his lips, he went into the shofar to kiyas shofar. The month of Elul is the time that we're supposed to remember kurva, closeness. To remember our closeness to each other 
that's really connected to our closeness to Hashem. One of the most powerful phrases in tefillah that we're going to be saying is, Avinu Malkenu. Hashem's not only our Melech, He's our Av, He's our Father. However, in order for that to be real, we have to recognize and live the reality that every other Jew is our brother and sister. That's the same connection. Relativity is the key to a good, sweet year. May Hashem give us all a ksiva and wishing you all a wonderful Shabbos.